0: guys
1: hey guys we are back and i know y'all are excited because we are excited to be back after a long hiatus but before we start i want to say walter is with us
0: Then they hear literally uh, you are not. with us oh well, yeah i was very sick i had two types of leukemia
1: they didn't hear that Look, I, I ain't. Well, I'm not. No, say it again. My, you
0: had what? I had two types of leukemia. Yup, two
1: types of leukemia. Okay. And you made it through but, the wilderness. I, but I
0: never felt the icy breath of death against the nape of my neck. You looked it. She you, said it. I felt it. No, you going I ain't gonna lie. I was really awfully sick. I, I could barely move. That's a shame.
1: And but yet you, you kept. It. And
0: yet you kept having me do tasks. Now, like that, now that I'm thinking about it, like you had me go downstairs and cook a meal when I told you I didn't feel good. That's
1: what people be talking about, this rant, this stuff. Because
0: this. I wasn't going to even bring it up, but then it just crossed my mind and I had to say it when it crossed my mind. As they should know, if, because, you know, it's like 22,000 listens on one of our episodes. So I know these people clearly know I have ADHD. So <laughs> I, I have to say it when it's on my head. What business did you have asking me to go cook a meal, and I had cancer? Oh, because I didn't know, and neither did you. But you could clearly see something was wrong.
1: All right, but then when even when you felt even. But when you, you know what?
0: Let's this now's not. Yeah, the time don't do to talk that. Because I was about to. Now now yeah, it's don't do that. About this, but uh, regardless, I've made it through.
1: Right, amen. And I would like to thank all of our listeners. Thank you for all of well our
0: wishes and prayers.
1: Facebook group for yes, they have they they gave you a lot of. Prayers and well wishes. And thank y'all. But right right now what we're going to do. Is we're going to take stories. That were uploaded by our Facebook group. True Ghost Stories by Real People. And read some of their stories. Because we always read other people's stories. So we're going to read stories stories from from our groups now. Okay. So. This story was uploaded by. Juliet Tameo. See how every time we go to do something, it's some creepy stuff going on? Yeah, that noise on. is
0: just... <laughs> it just better not happen again.
1: So, Juliet Camaris Tameo, I believe that's how you pronounce
0: that's it. That's probably not how you pronounce it. So she apologizes. Juliet. Juliet. Oh, okay. I, thought I don't so. know what that was. But don't do that. No, I'm saying I'm not going to embarrass myself and stay here and try. All right, well let's get, into it gym it. let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay.
1: Okay. One night while on my bed, I really can't sleep though. It's just an ordinary night. Then suddenly I heard a woman's moan near the window, besides where my aunt is sleeping. I want to
0: say that I did not know any of the stories that you was going to pick out, mm-hmm. and if at any time, <clears throat> group or not. I hear something that don't hit my ears right. I'm going to say it. Okay. And already the beginning of this is not hitting my ears right. Go ahead.
1: I said, uh, she's fast asleep, I guess. And maybe she's moaning because of her swollen wound on her knee. That's been hurting since earlier that day. But me, I suddenly felt fear. Because every time I close my eyes, I always imagine the lady in white that is said to roam around the area. I'm thinking deeply why I suddenly feel horrified since I knew the story already. I always imagined her in front of my face and just covered my face behind the blanket until I didn't know the time I fell asleep the next morning. I told my aunt how I felt that night. I said, I'm so scared and don't even know that I fell asleep. She said, oh, yes, I heard you moaned. She thinks that I'm already sleeping. I said, nah, I'm not sleeping and I heard you moan.
0: Hmm. I will refrain from comment.
1: I don't know if I don't know. But 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 what I can say is I have heard stories say that you have never heard a story and then like the story repeats itself in your mind like when you're alone yeah. and suddenly you horrified.
0: But everybody's got a lady in white. Every town, every Yeah, state, every
1: town does have a lady in always white. always
0: a lady in white. Or a lady in black. No, I never heard of her.
1: You ain't never heard of a lady in black? No,
0: keep her out of my dreams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that was one.
0: Thanks Wasn't... for that. Sh- Thanks, that's, Julia. That's
1: it. Yeah, that was it for her. Okay, we're down to Jen L. Yeah, heim, Heim, Ewen. Heim. Heim. Jen hourglass okay not me but my aunt a woman who is to my knowledge has never told me an untruth around easter time many years ago the family was eagerly awaiting her grandma my great-grandma to arrive to celebrate with them she was due friday thursday night after everyone had gone to bed my aunt was woken by a hand on her shoulder she looked up and much to her surprise saw grandma smiling down at her All grandma said was that she was very, very sorry for not being able to be there for Easter. She wished my aunt a good night and said she was glad she got to see her before she went. My aunt thought nothing of it and went to bed. And the next morning they got the phone call that grandma had passed away in her sleep the previous night. Mm. Oh, I always, some. I love the ones where... This, the, 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 the grandmother or the grandfather or mom or dad comes back like that. Yeah. To, to, to wish them well. My mom is. didn't do that for me, guys. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. You don't know how many nights I have prayed to see my mom since my mom has passed October 4th, 20. And I have yet to see her.
0: Because she died.
1: I was going to say something, but I ain't going to be disrespectful. Don't ever talk about my, grand, my mom again.
0: I, I mean, I didn't talk about her. I, it took, it's not... Was it, is it a lie? Is she a lie? Don't do that, Del. I mean, but she <laughs> is a lie because I'm a believer.
1: Right. So...
0: She yet resting.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read this one from Roland Sophia. Who? Rolling, a, yeah, rolling. Mm. Yeah, go ahead and say that. Don't say rolling. That's rolling. <laughs> okay. Rolling, Sophia. A week ago, I had to leave my job. I worked in a three-story medical building. Main floor was doctors' offices, exams. Second level was dental and help for the homeless. Basement was WIC program. That is just like how it is in here mm-hmm. in Delaware. I worked. A t- I worked until about eleven p.m to 12 a.m. I was usually there alone during that time. I was always very uncomfortable there alone during late hours. But then when I worked there earlier during the day, I was still very uncomfortable. I always feel like something else was there. Sometimes I think I see something with the corner of my eye. I never told anyone anything but that I don't like being alone during late hours. A nurse confirmed to me that there was something paranormal happening in that building. I will keep the property private because it is still in operation and for the respect of everyone there. The nurse told me that in the room, which was locked at all times, you had to have the key to unlock where the hazardous used needles were put into the small waste containers and then put into large containers or put into a corner where there is black tape on the floor to mark where they should be. This nurse told me that every time she went in there, the containers would be pulled out of the taped area. I tried to brush brush it off like someone probably went in there and moved them, but she told me that she kept an eye on seeing if anyone went in and there would be nobody. Now, this building has alarm systems on each floor that we activate before we leave the building. Last one out does the activation, which usually ends up being me. One night when I was ready to leave, somewhere around midnight, I went and activated the second level, then the basement, and then the main floor once alarm is activated. I have about 60 seconds to leave the building. This particular night when I activated the alarm on the main floor, instead of beeping its normal 60 second beeps for me to leave, it beeped different. When I looked on the face of the alarm system box, it read that motion was detected in East Hall. East Hall was down the long hall opposite of my location. I was scared, so I forced the alarm on and rushed out the building. I complained to the office that I wanted someone in the building with me until I was done, that I shouldn't be there alone during late hours, but nothing was ever done about it. I braved up and kept going to work. That was until August 29th happened. On a Wednesday, I was up on the second floor dentist area. Each of the dentist rooms ran next to each other. The rooms had been separated by thick plastic And had slits in the middle where you can go through but was kept closed by magnets. This was done to keep patients and employees safe due to COVID-19. I was cleaning the floor when all of a sudden I hear an unnatural sound like crawling. I look behind me and see some dark figure crawling. As it crawled past that area on the other side of the plastic, its body touched the plastic. It happened in a split second. I quickly opened the plastic and looked down the long hall on both sides. Nothing. I hurried up, but had about another hour of work. But when I was done, I tried to ignore what happened so I can come back to work the next day. The next day, the closer it got to the time for me to go to work, the more scared I got. So I emailed the office this time, making it clear that I am not going to go in until they have someone be there with me at all times. They could not get anyone, so I never went back.
0: Right. You ain't do wrong. She ain't do nothing. What? That was a smart choice. Fuck! I'm not gonna be uncomfortable. I'm walking, and then you fucking crawling around. <laughs> like I could see if it was an apparition, you might see an old lady or somebody walk by. Then you like, okay, that's a ghost. But the fuck you doing down there? <laughs> Crawling across like a demonic entity, I'm good. I can't I couldn't possibly come back to work.
1: I couldn't either. I wouldn't have came back the day that when the lady told me the story. Mm-hmm. I would have said, Oh, that happened to you? Well, oh, it cannot possibly happen she to me. Well,
0: she's saying she can't be here without somebody, and neither can I.
1: No, she never said it.
0: No, she says she couldn't be in there no more without somebody with her at all times, and now that she's quit, I can't do it either. Yup, yeah, and I so, quit. So I it quit looks like, well. like you, you lost get two employees. Two good day to you, sir. <laughs> Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I said good day.
1: Yes. Like, that was a real good one.
0: I would have been out of there before her.
1: You would have?
0: Mm-hmm. As soon as she told me. The fact that she even tried to go back the first couple of times that they didn't respond to you saying you needed help.
1: Yeah, like, if somebody Thank tell you that I can't work because... Well, no, because you should have just been like, listen, it's, it's something going on when, when I'm closing, and I can't be here. Let them know, like... This is the reason. Like, don't be... People be ashamed or scared to, to say, say that, that they seen ghosts happening. or spirits or something. Now, nah, if it. you want to know why I refuse to go down into the East Hall, it's because it's, they, the whole building is haunted, but East Hall is just... Where the activity's happening. Yes. So, I'm out of here, bro. So, until you can get me somebody in the East Hall with me, then I can't, I can't possibly... please don't yeah. act
0: like you can't do it, because I don't want to lose my job. Because if I lose my job, I feel like then I have to pray on it and make the spirits much worse. Okay, so. Out of spite and hatefulness. Now I curse this place.
1: (laughs) We have another story by Jen Spirits. Don't let them take me. The best I have heard is from a nurse who said that one night she was floated to oncology at the hospital. She used to work at. She was given a patient who was passing away.
0: Floater. I know what that means because I was there. So they have what's called floaters. It's like you're a nurse, but you don't have any particular floor that you work on. You go wherever they send you that day.
1: Oh, that's a floater. So one?
0: sometimes my my um, nurses like Adam and them. Adam mm-hmm. is permanently on oncology, but then you have floaters who would just go wherever they send them. They come to oncology. They just there for like a couple of hours. Oh, yeah, Okay. So that's what could be mean? the whole night, but tomorrow they won't be there.
1: So she was floated to oncology at the hospital she used to work at. Mm -hmm. She was given a patient who was passing away and had been unconscious for several days. At one point during the night, the nurse went into the room and the patient was at the top of the bed and looked at her and said, don't let them take me. The nurse was freaked out and asked her who was going to take her, and she said the black thing up there and pointed up in the air. This patient died within minutes. Oh
0: my that, god, that's a, that th- is not was, happy. In those minutes that you had, while you asking her not to let them take you, I don't. This, this I would have I been asking This the is Lord. what I was telling you when you were saying that ridiculous shit that you were saying, and you was telling me about. Uh, Do you remember when the girl said her house was? Uh. Hornet and she was trying to figure out why it was that way you said he talking about no you said the girl had gave her that thing and it was cursed mm. and then remember she was trying to go back to the girl to ask her why it was cursed yeah. i don't need to know all of that that can't help me fuck you asking the nurse not to let something clearly the nurse can't see <laughs> not to take you you fucked up girl now there's only one way to fix it What's she supposed to do? you know that? it don't I'll slap you across your face, don't stand here for these people and act like you don't know what she was supposed to do so right because everybody don't agree with it don't mean you wasn't raised that way. what she was supposed to do?
1: She was supposed to just start asking God for she should have just repented.
0: Clearly, I'm about to die, and this is either one way or the other I have two options now. This dark mass entity can drag me to what undoubtedly is a dark afterlife because you didn't come in no kind of white light. You yeah, you came, came in here a black. Call Satan angry energy at me, making me feel like I'm wherever you're at, or wherever <laughs> you plan to take me when I discorporate from my body, we both going together. And if you feel that way, I can only imagine what is on the opposite side of where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to go with you. I'm fine. Tell your driver to go, I'm not ready.
1: Remember, you guys can go
0: and hit me with You got to hit
1: them like them people on Dead yeah, Like Me. That go show, Just go. I'll go where i Tell I'm your ready. driver to
0: go, I'm not ready. I'll anymore.
1: be stuck on earth because if I be... De- right at the hospital is not- where my
0: spirit would linger yeah. because I don't think I'm that type of soul anyway. Like, you're not fits to take me no fucking where. Mm. And I don't think I need to ask a nurse to help me to to stop you from taking me somewhere. I don't want to go. <laughs> Whether in this body or outside of it. Unless it's like how, you know, some people who's beyond and back is where you just get called up. Mm-hmm. You can't even, like, try to stop it. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to go, but it's like you being pulled away. Right. Y- but how dare you put your fucking dark hands on me and try to drag me to hell? <laughs> Why would you say drag me to hell? Like, oh. so that's what's happening. That's what clearly happened. Like, if she saw something good, she was not going to do all that no she wouldn't have, cause it's like it's, when people in the hospital and they wake up screaming uh, don't let me go back there where the fuck was you
1: <laughs> exactly that's what I don't want to that's like, why a,
0: I did not sign a, that um, that do not resuscitate but like let not me, sign um, that let me wake tell me you up at I'm gonna, all costs
1: and I know that to be true because in a quick story that I have I don't know if I told this on a uh, show earlier but that ha- the same thing happened to one of my uncles when they were they were younger, they used to drink, they used to drink really, really bad, had a real bad alcoholic problem, and one day he was at his mother's house, which they are all passed away now, but this was back when they were when he was younger, like maybe he had to be maybe like in his thirties or something like that, but when he was a heathen, yeah, he used to um, he was without God. he used to be very mean, they said he was a mm. real mean drunk. And it's one time he was just in the house and he was just drinking and next thing you know he started cursing out my his mom which is my grandmother started cursing her out like being very disrespectful. And, and any of his
0: brother's coming there to whoop his ass. I don't care how don't drunk we probably get out bang I, like, his I drunk ass head heard, up against that wall. You why don't you talk heard, to my mama, drunkie? I heard bits
1: and pieces, so I don't know what was said in between. But Maybe they all was scared of him.
0: He probably had that fire. Niggas like that'll blow you away. Don't care you their brother. They in the spirit too.
1: Well, next thing you know, they said that he just started staring at the wall, and then he started looking down on the ground, and then he ran like he started like climbing up the wall- trying to climb up the wall like he was basically trying to get away from something mm-hmm. and kept on saying, "Don't let the fire touch me, don't let it touch me, don't let it touch me and People were trying to hold him back, and you know asking him what's going on what's going on? he He just kept on saying that the fire is coming. That the fire is coming and it's about to burn me, and I'm scared. And he was crying. And then, next thing you know, they said he just stopped. All of a sudden, he stopped, dropped, just stopped, and dropped. They picked him up. And when he got himself together, they said that was the last time he even took a drink. He got himself together. Next thing you know, he was going to church and he just got saved. And he stopped. That was just the end of that. And, and they, they never really was talked was about it no more.
0: Hey, he don't need you to talk about it. You know, <laughs> right For you to talk about it. <laughs> Huh? You weren't there the night he found him. Yeah, that's true. So I'm good on that. That's her problem. You asking the nurse. See, he did what was right. He didn't ask for nobody in that room to pray for him. Get it off me. He didn't call for his mama. Mind you, all of them niggas knew the Lord. I know they did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, without a doubt, those country Bama Mississippians knew him. (laughs) Listen.
1: He didn't say not um, once. Mama,
0: pray for me. It's fire. None of that. The next day, he went to service.
1: This lady has good um, stories. Jen Spirits is another one. Okay. She another, here we go again, Jen. Yes, yeah, she has. My best friend died of cancer mm, back in two thousand and two. I don't like hearing that. We were incredibly close in every oh. way, and we spent the majority of our free time together. Almost year after, almost a year after she died, I was in the apartment sleeping and my phone rang around 3 a.m. I had one of those Sony Eckersons T610. I was very groggy and picked up the phone with my from my nightstand and looked at it. I saw it was my friend's number. I immediately became alert and awake and answered the phone very curious. I said hello a few times, but all I could hear was very loud static for about 30 seconds. Eventually the call ended. At this point, I was freaking out and called the number back only to get an automated recording that this number was out of service. I then called her mother's house to see if possibly her older sister may have had my friend's old phone and might have called me by accident. But there was no answer at my friend's mother's home. Come to find out the remaining family was away in Miami. After they came home a few days later, I took the phone to them and showed them the call log and they were in disbelief. They went to my friend's room and got the phone out of the drawer where it had been sitting for months. Battery stone cold dead. Mm, mm. Let me tell you something. I, I um I had said earlier that my mom didn't um ever come to me in a you know, back since she been since she been passed. But we did do this. One night me, um, my son and my daughter was Playing, them. I don't know what made us start. I don't know what brought the subject up, but anyway, I was like, I wonder if I call my old number, my mom's old number to her house will, will you know she answer or whatever. And at first, when I called, now the first couple times we called the old number, it 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 never rang. Mind you, it went straight to like the automated uh service, like she just said. Mm-hmm. It went straight to that saying how the number was disconnected and no was no longer in service. Mm-hmm. So then I, you know, I was getting kind of frustrated. I was like, man, it's is I don't know. It's just not going to work for me. So then I said, "Well, let me try one more time." So the next time I tried, lo and behold, the phone started ringing, right? It was just ringing straight through. It never like no automated voice came up. It just was ringing straight through. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't hear anything but a bunch of static. And then I know I know, and I'm not trying to say Day I wanted it so bad that I just heard it. Mm-hmm. I literally heard it. I heard this little voice say hello and I couldn't tell if it was her because it was so much static. So that's when everybody paused. Me, Premier and Makai just paused, staring at each other. Never said anything. I hung up. What the hell would you- I I I, I don't know why I hung up, but I did because the it, it was freaking me out. And then I tried to call back and it went right back to the automated service and I was so mad with myself and I think I believe I cried because I was like I messed up I should have said something I kept saying that to myself because after that we tried to call back and I mean we called back like maybe 10 times and the answer machine kept
0: coming on I don't think you should be doing that anyway that's close that's too close to necrophilia
1: what?
0: playing around with dead people
1: do you know what that means?
0: well they close they similar that is not similar.
1: How in the hell is me calling my mom close to the same as me? That's, that like would be like me diddling her. Are you sick? <laughs> Diddle. <laughs> <laughs> but what uh, the hell? I mean, with her dead body, like no, that. I mean, it's close. No, it's not. I'm trying to talk to a spirit. That don't mean not. That's right up there well, with
0: embalming people. <laughs> I think people like that are diddlers. Y'all perverts.
1: Wow, here, here's it. another no, no, one. No,
0: no, you're perverting the natural order of things.
1: Here go another one from Jen Spirits.
0: Oh, gosh. Go ahead, Jen. You on fire tonight.
1: Yes, I am in my late 30s and now living in Massachusetts where I grew up. I was a middle child of five in a very close family. When we were really young, my mother, no, my two younger sisters and I were always fascinated with the unknown. We would look in the obituaries in the newspaper to see see who had recently passed away and we would have seances in our garage with some of our other local neighborhood kids. Usually nothing would happen, but a couple of times some weird things happened that we just could not explain. That's
0: necrophilia.
1: When my sisters and I were in high school, we learned about Ouija boards. We bought one and began to play with it. Two of us would get on it And the other would write everything down. At first it was fun. We talked to several different spirits that told us where they came from. And about their families, etc. This went on for weeks. Then gradually things started getting a little scary. Eventually, every time we got on the board, the same spirit would come on. Who was not very nice. He told us he was the devil. And he was going to get us. Somehow he called himself... Oh, I can't say this. What is
0: spelling? you spell it? You are Z-O-Z-O. I knew it was that I knew it was the Ouija board demon, of course. Of course you I'm would not be. saying that name and so I haven't ever said that shit PJs, out loud.
1: But I'm sorry, I can't. That when, is freaky. When a friend of ours confronted our priest about this name, he got very angry and told us we should not be playing with Ouija boards. They were not toys and we could not and we could get in trouble. He gave us he gave his Sunday sermon on the subject. Needless to say, we stopped playing with it. Then while still in high school, one of my sister's best friends lost her sister in a van accident. She and her sister were very close. She knew of our adventures with our Ouija board and begged my sister to let her come over and use it to talk to her deceased sister. Hesitantly, my sister sat down with her and contacted her sister with the board. Her friend bawled and told her sister how much she loved and missed her. She didn't want to live anymore without her and wish she could be with her. About two weeks later, my sister's friend died in a van accident, exactly the way that her sister had died. My sister took the Ouija board and put it out with the trash, and none of us has touched it ever since.
0: See that?
1: Wow. That's see why that? you said I got to stop saying that about my mom, too. Huh? Uh-huh. Well,
0: That's
1: you see that? deep. You
0: see that demon there?
1: So you saying well, that? I don't that... believe it was ever.
0: You didn't talk to no uh, several spirits. The demon is a liar. Father Merrick taught me that when I was seven years old and I watched The Exorcist. He said, I talked to three spirits. Father Merrick said, the demon is a liar. There is one. So all of these spirits are liars. That was one person. uh, Oh, you talking about? So when they were
1: on the Ouija board, Mm -hmm. all these different people that she's saying was in her family, et cetera, et cetera. That means they wasn't really. That was was all him building you up, Buttercup. So that's what you're saying? If I contact my mom on the Ouija board, you never
0: can tell. You won't see your mom looking back at you. (laughs) You talking to empty space, Mm. and you believe it in your heart because you want it to be so. I would. My mama died. My mama's dead. I'm this. And I'm your and mama. Anything that comes back. You
1: saying if I die here, yeah, so you would never ble- try to.
0: No, I would not. Mm-hmm. No, I would not. What do I look like, perverting the laws of nature? You still doing to that. try to reach beyond the veil? <laughs> that
1: is not no necrophilia. That's like stop trying to put the it's two together. Perverted. No, it is not. I mean, that's perverted. If somebody feels sad and they want to try to contact their deceased loved one, that's If they feel like the Ouija board can do that for them, don't stop them. That's an abomination. No, it's not. No, it isn't. It is. No, it is not. It is. It is. Anyway, let's move on because you're pissing me off. Now we'll go to the next story. Law Jess. Because you are pissing me off. You're making it seem like because I want to look for my mom, that I mean, talk, contact my
0: mother, I'm being perverted. No, no, not not making it seem like. The fact that you keep trying to reach beyond the veil makes you a pervert. You're, you're a necrophilia. You know what? You, you want to commune and dance and have a time with a dead person. No, I do not. <laughs> not with
1: First of all, who said that I wanted to commune and dance with my mother?
0: I don't know. I don't know what you could wanna do with her. What you could wanna do with her spirit. I just wanna talk. They don't even let people that you're not even allowed to touch corpses after they have died. Not not if you're not a licensed professional. You go to jail for shit like that. <laughs> you playing around with a dead body. And not only are you gonna play around with a dead body, you're gonna try to contact their dead spirit. It's still necrophilia. Whatever.
1: Moving on to Law Jess. I missed the pla- I misplaced a pair of earrings. I really liked. Nothing special nineteen ninety nine at Target but I wore those earrings all the time thank you I wore those earrings all the time Couldn't find them and looked everywhere I especially looked in, in and around and under and behind my bed because I have a habit of taking them off as I'm going to bed and tossing them on the nightstand. Three days go by and no luck. I'm getting ready for a date alone in the house. Still thinking about those earrings and and missed, I guess that I couldn't wear them. Oh, and missed that I couldn't wear them. Right before my date shows up, I go back into my bedroom. The earrings are there on my pillow. To this day, it still creeps me out.
0: That's what that's called apportation. You
1: know what that happens spirits to us a always lot. always do that. That's yes, apertation. that happens
0: to they, us a lot. You pick up things and put them somewhere else. I start to think spirits ain't doing it to be smart. They probably just forgetful, as you are. Like you, you know, you pick some. Shit no, out. don't do that. Don't debunk no one. I didn't. I said, I'm th- I said, I, they do that. I said, they. maybe they're not doing it to be spiteful. No, but they are. Because how, how many
1: times have we, okay, let me tell you about this us, this house, and in the, in the shenanigans that go on with our things missing every time I turn around. We could put something down. Like, just say, for instance, we could put a lighter down. We could turn around, and this lighter is completely gone. And it's, I
0: mean we we'll tear can the whole room you up can
1: the tell the whole bed up the room on the floor looking for everything and there'll be no lighter and then Maybe we will be minutes. so upset about this lighter because now we actually have to go and light it off the stove or something mm. as soon as we go to attempt that we will look down the lighter right there it's right there. right there right there right there I don't like that it does that with literally
0: how did it appear near my foot with and everything. never it did
1: that with my... It does that with everything, everything. in here. Everything in here that we like. Like, the remote.
0: It's appartation.
1: I don't like that. I don't like when that happens. I, so, I feel you on that.
0: Yeah, I do, too. Okay. that wasn't any necrophilia.
1: Oh, let's move on. Jen, Jen Spirits. She that's is... Again. So, she is... I yes. think
0: when, we, when you post that we... um When you post tonight that we finally uploaded the episode... Tag Jen in it, cause she is the most of the stories that are being told.
1: She has good ones, so yeah. So Aunt Charlotte, when I was eight, my family moved. In. This whole episode should be Jen's spirits.
0: Okay, because <laughs> I feel like
1: because I'm just a going, I'm just going, life. I'm just going down down the line, and that's who I see that's posting yeah, the been most. Been a lot. So Aunt Charlotte, when I was eight, my family. Moved. I always
0: wanted an Aunt Charlotte
1: moved into an old colonial that was built in 1810.
0: That was their first mistake.
1: (laughs) My My father still lives... What? My father still lives there. That's the second. Until I was 17. Before I fell asleep, I would feel pressure next to me as if someone sat down on the bed next to me. This would always be accompanied with a feeling of increased pressure in the air although i knew this probably didn't happen to everyone i didn't think about it much until i got a cat he was a president he was a present for my 12th birthday each night he would sack sac out on the bed near my feet each night he would bolt from a deep sleep and glare at something in the doorway before hightailing it out of there a few minutes later a few moments later the pressure will return Again, while this was a weird thing to happen, excuse me, I didn't really question it. Maybe the cat was just neurotic. I didn't talk about this nightly occurrence to anyone. However, I did refer this feeling, presence, what have you, as Charlotte. I don't know why. So one day in the summer when I was 13... Hold up.
0: Let's put a pin in that just for a split second. You telling me that Aunt Charlotte from the beginning is the ghost? Yeah, because that's oh no, baby, that's necrophilia. Here you we go. Here, you out here playing around with these ghosts. I'm not naming you. Well, so I don't make- even want to have. The, you, you know how many ghosts I've seen in my time. Never once did I ever put a name to them. I don't care to know you. Some people get not, that. Not me. I don't care to know you. Even if I heard a name in my head, <clears throat> I ain't never gonna announce that shit out loud. I don't, I'm not. I don't. Not, not, I can't acknowledge you. I feel <laughs> like. I feel like once I acknowledge you, you're in. Once you know that I know that you know I know, you're in, and I need you out. So I'll pretend. For as long as you want to stand there, I'll act like I can't see you. I'm blind. I'm the mom from Ghost Whisper. <laughs> so, I won't do it.
1: so one day in the summer when I was 13, an elderly man and his middle-aged daughter pulled up to our house and explained that their father lived in the house with his aunt while he was a boy and that he, and that he raised his family there for a few years. They had been visiting family in the neighborhood and they wondered if they could take a tour for old time's sake. My mom was like, My mom said, sure. She, my sister, and I led them around the house, and they recalled different memories. Afterward, my mom asked them if they remembered strange occurrences or stories about the house, like ghosts. No. Let me start that over. Afterward, my mom asked them if they remembered strange occurrences or stories about the house, like ghosts, the old man asked and chuckled. His daughter became very quiet and said firmly, it's not funny, Dad. The man explained that everyone who slept in one bedroom felt a little unsettled and his daughter interrupted to say that she always felt as if someone sat on the edge of the bed and she tried to go to sleep. Her father said they used to joke that it was just his aunt looking out for them, his Aunt Charlotte.
0: She, see, Jen, you should have said her name before they said it. That's how you prove to people you got the gift. I do stuff like that, real petty-like. <laughs> before you would have even said it, before you could even say Aunt Charlotte, I would say, said, what her name, Charlotte? Bang! <laughs> I got that shit out there. Now y'all know. I'm not kidding. I, I told you, motherfuckers, with some Charlotte in here. I told you. See, did I say it was Charlotte? What I say, y'all? You, you—that could never been us. Plus, 1812. She said the house was built, so that was the first mistake, anyway. Should've been got the fuck out of there. You gotta live around when you 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 in a house with other people's energy in it, and you can't even see these motherfuckers. Can't charge them rent, nothing. <laughs> but you living, Scott, fucking free, siphoning off low key. Stop. Taking a little taste of my energy every night, because that's really what it's all about. When spirits do petty shit like that, sit on the EGB, you feel a hot pressure. They really draining you.
1: Yeah, that's you, you fucking
0: um you psychic vampire in me. You Colin Robinson. So, if you're familiar with your uh, uh uh what we the things we do in the shadows or what we do in the shadows, that's mm-hmm. a TV show. If you're familiar with it, you know who Colin Robinson is, and that's what you're doing to me. You're feeding off of me and then living in my house rent free. You don't cook a meal, you don't clean up. Fucking good are you? Even Casper was cleaning. <laughs> this I, I can't live stop, in the house yo. with if you're not doing your part. Like if you're gonna be in my house, do something. Don't fucking freeload. I would even let you f- have a taste of my energy. Scare me a little bit. As long as if I come downstairs in the morning, breakfast laid out, I say, you giving you get. you giving you get. you wow. take it or like, <laughs> You're you, 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 you not giving anything. You just take, take, take.
1: Okay, Stop, yo. This confirmed what I had never admitted to myself. I had a freaking ghost that basically tucked me in at night for the previous five years.
0: Jim, that did not sound like she was tucking you in. You said she was sitting at the edge of the bed and then it was a pressure on your body. Like the atmosphere grew heavy. That's tucking me in like I feel comfortable. My mom pulled my blankie up to my neck and she said that night, what you're experiencing is harassment. I would go as far to say as that's, you've been socially raped.
1: How, well...
0: And now Charlotte has in fact Made you a necrophiliac
1: Still going to bed was never freaky Or scary see I just tried to ignore the feeling when it came
0: That's a strong person any person that's willing That, that don't freak you out or make you scared for bedtime <laughs> No <laughs> Little Walter at that young age Ain't no night night <laughs> I can't sleep like this every night There's some pressure in my room I gotta get the hell out of here <laughs> I have to I got up out of that bed as soon as I felt somebody sit down but that's a lie. I never had that type of strength. Somebody sit down on that bed, my body goes stock still. <laughs> I do,
1: yeah.
0: Until one night when I was 16. Oh, shit. We getting older. We ain't going to tolerate the nothing. Wait, what's she saying? Show me something, Jen. Hold on. Until one night when she was 16. She about to go off. Okay. Don't leave us hanging. You
1: messed
0: me up. I didn't because, I th- again, I had to say it when I had to say it. That shit didn't make no sense. Okay. You're going to let yourself be so, socially raped. That's what happened. Okay. Somebody come in and feed off the energy. So. Didn't even
1: pay. Until one night when I was 16, my parents had been going through a weird patch in their marriage. I was feeling depressed and in general, it was a weird year. I went to bed after about 20 minutes. The cat took his typical bolting exit from the bed and I felt the familiar pressure on my side. Let me type. Let me because I don't usually stop reading, but there let me go. on this one because that would be my cue. Every time that cat bolt, I'm bolting. That's the cue right Since there. My
0: ignorant ass. Soon as that cat tried to leave, I grab her by the scruff of her fucking. She might scratch you. The <laughs> I don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> Yo, she get out of there. there Ain't no cat. I'm in
0: here. We in here. <laughs> what, or what good is you? That's why you' supposed to get a dog. Or you you can stay the fuck out, and that'll be that. Now I don't fuck with you either. (laughs) What good are you? You might as well be in here. You just you right with the social rapists. You the lookout, and and you watch it happen for real, for real. Cause you what you wasn't down. I know cats hiss. They stand, march back and forth in front of your bed. You know defend you. Mm -hmm. You ain't try to do nothing, but yet keep coming for kibbles and bits. (laughs) Fuck out of here before I kick the shit out of you.
1: (laughs) 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 Stop. What's wrong with you? And he loved cats, so don't. That's a
0: disclaimer. He love cats. I he do. got cats now. And i be so salty and shit. You don't defend me. <laughs> but keep coming to ask me for something to eat. Fend for yourself. For how long? Um, right, second. Open that back door. Go out there tonight. See what you can find. Should be, if you real good, it should be a couple failed mice out there. Because <laughs> I got to go handle myself tonight. Because I know you ain't no help. So you go do what you got to do and I'm going to go do what I got to do. Maybe if you had helped me, we would worked it out together. I could have provided for you. You ain't providing nothing for me, so what the fuck? Uh, what once you, again, you just take. I feel like people just take and take and
1: take. So listen. Then I felt a hand brush through my hair. Look. Then I ran straight downstairs to the living room where my mom was dozing. She woke up when I burst into the room, saw my face, and asked what was wrong. I told her I had a nightmare and left it at that. I spent a week sleeping in the room, guest room. When I got the nerve to go back to my room, I was nearly asleep when I realized I didn't feel the pressure next to me. I did feel pressure in the air. I rolled on my back and saw the figure of a woman in her 60s wearing a house dress. Her hair pulled back in a bun with her arms folded. She was looking right at me, very confused. When I found my voice, she disappeared. I said out loud, I don't care if you stay, but I can never, ever, ever see you again. I never did. However, a few years Later, after my parents divorced and my dad moved in his girlfriend and her four-year-old son, I wasn't really surprised when she told me that her little boy said a lady named Charlotte told him stories at night.
0: See that shit? I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't give a fuck how you come to me. If I'm being honest, I don't give a fuck if you the sweetest ghost on this side of creation. I'm not into necrophilia. And we cannot be seeing each other.
1: No, stop making everything seem no, like it, we now. can't
0: be seeing each other because, um,
1: he read, if she reading me bedtime stories. I'd have been down with that because as frightened as I used to be at when it was night, night time at my um old house and my childhood house used to be scary because once, once the house settle like the dumb stuff dark. that they try to say the house settling that you damn not right the that house is a settling. true
0: story the house no. do settle that is and a the true shit st- that lingers yep. that you can't see during yep. the day that keeps quiet while you are up and yep. awake that, that shit comes wakes out. out. The yep. freaks come yep. out
1: at night. Yeah, it is. That's the true thing. Fuck out. Because here. she like at night is like I could walk around my mom's house all day long Comfortable. in the daytime. Comfortable. Run Comfortable. around that
0: bitch all by myself.
1: But as soon as night falls it gets dark in there. That motherfucker, the, atmosphere, getting,
0: it, it, the vibe, the everything. It was just, it just a dark it, it just period. a lingering spirit falls over that Yes, atmosphere. I don't like that. But either way, Charlotte would have had to go, and I don't give a fuck how many bedtime stories you was reading. <laughs> and the fact that Jen said, you don't have to go, but I can never see you again. The fact that I was even even able to see you. That means for the, all these years, up until I was 16, you've been slowly siphoning off of me. Until you had enough strength to pull your fucking dusty body together into a cohesive form that my eyes could re- perceive. I'm good. I'd like you to go. <laughs> And the fact that you're not bothering nobody else in this house, because my mom don't come to me with stories of Charlotte, nobody else don't come to me with stories of Charlotte, that means Charlotte has decided that I'm the victim. <laughs> and if I'm honest, you picked the wrong victim. I will not yield to the lady. You need to go. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want a story read to me. I don't...
1: Well, this is oh, a new one. Bring me this a hot cocoa I'm from... doing something. <laughs> Sean. Crush Nick Brighton. Okay, just an hour ago, I had a strange experience. I usually watch TV in what we call the twin room, and have the door almost closed because the
0: that humidifier his, that was his first mistake
1: makes a buzzing sound. You're not supposed to have
0: names like that for your room.
1: My See, fiance yeah. will sometimes knock on the door three times just being polite, and I say hi, come in. Tonight, there were three knocks on the door, and I said, come in, but there was no one there. My fiancé was tucked in and said she didn't hear anything.
0: Again, that was his second Yeah, mistake. you supposed to call you out. You shouldn't have had that girl knocking on your doors three times. That's a mockery of the Lord. That's a sign of the devil. What is she possessed? She would have to go. You, you unless your name is Sheldon Cooper, don't knock on anything three times to get my attention. I'm not into that because I watch far too many horror movies and horror shows where it's always three knocks. You learn that in uh, uh, the Conjuring. You learn that in the TV show The Haunting. You learn that in Haunted History. They always knock in threes, and I don't want to be with anybody that knocks in threes. That's strange. That's odd behavior, and I don't want that to pass on to my children. <laughs>
1: Okay, so this is Adriana, Gabrielle Harris. So I had a dream last night. Gabrielle, you're going to say Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle. So I had a dream last night where I was hanging around people. And as I'm walking in my dream, there's a lady standing there. As I spoke to this lady, someone came next to me and said, who are you talking to? And I looked next to me. And I looked next to me. Asked the lady I was speaking to if she was real, and she said, only you can see me, nobody else. I blinked, and she was in my face. I could see the sleepiness in her eyes, and the last thing she said was that she was tired and turned and walked away. And when she walked away, I woke up. And when I woke up, it was 3.36 a.m. Anybody know about dreams and their meanings? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard stories of... Things like, cause I've had dreams where weird things would happen, and I'd wake up at a certain time. Like one time, I I think I woke. One time, I had a crazy dream about something I can't remember. It was so it was scary, and then I just remember sitting up. I looked at the time. It was three o'clock.
0: Yeah, that's dead time.
1: Yeah, that's dead time. That's what they call dead time. Mm-mm. No,
0: look. He it
1: so,
0: yeah,
1: that was kind of deep, but I don't know. Moving on. Are you kidding me? Let's see. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, that's what you heard. So, our cat just went to the bed, <laughs> and he was eating. Uh, let me just stop. That had nothing to do with what I'm it about. It didn't,
0: but he had the audacity. While I'm, don't do that. <laughs> Talking about him, you know white cats.
1: There. Okay. I'm going down. I'm going down. Let's see. Oh, I thought he was okay. This is okay, so this is this guy here, he just um Muhammad Ali. Really? Yeah. That's neat. Um he's this is the Velisca X murder house in Velisca, Iowa. Oh shit. I never heard of it. I never heard of it either. On June's I saw so I'ma do some more research about this one, and I'll probably do a story on this. On June 10th, 1912, Josiah and Sarah Moore were bludgeoned to death. Mm. Inside of their home. I almost left.
0: You know how I feel about bludgeoning. In
1: Villisca, Iowa. Their four children and two friends who were spending the night were also killed. I have heard this story. And to this day, the crime remains unsolved.
0: Yeah, I have heard this story. So have you. Remember the um she took she let them go over to her house for church that morning. Um, they was having some type of function at the church.
1: Uh when I and that's when I said I wouldn't. I would have been so sorry yeah, about me I and letting my, my child go come visit. Yes, okay. And then, then did you know that their home is considered one of the most haunted houses in the country? Mm-hmm. And the guests are drawn to it, and people even pay four hundred dollars a night to stay one night. I'm you. not going to pay four hundred dollars to stay in the Velisca house, but I will pay four hundred to stay in Myrtle's. I will Myrtle's Plantation. I will. I would do that.
0: Especially for a chance to see Hester And she ain't even a ghost Yeah, She's yet alive Okay So
1: Right now I'm just skimming down Trying to What? Oh We have so many I'm just trying to Some of them are very short And I don't want to do any of the short the ones? short ones no wow, then we'll trying to ahead. do some of the longer ones well i- t- I'll read Well, on, oh, one of mine popped right up, so I'll read one of mine that I wrote myself <laughs> that i that I went through myself, so when I was a child, I grew up in a house where I was always visited by these people who were always standing in my door. they had an old time they had on old time clothes, like I want to say. Back in 1800 attire. The one thing is they were pure white from head to tail. And when I say white, I'm talking snow white, printer paper white. They never smoked. Just watched me from the doorway. I'd always tell my mom, but she wouldn't believe me. She always claimed I was dreaming, but I knew I wasn't. They didn't try to scare me, I don't believe. I say this because they never spoke. They didn't make scary faces or anything like that. They just stared at me until I would hide under the covers. Their presence, however, had me scared. I never knew who they were or why they, were, why they always made their presence known to me. I have many stories of them. Sometimes it would be one of, one of them and others, other times it would be two of them. So I think I asked the question. I said my question now is has anyone ever seen them? But um, just to add to that, since that was my, my story, um, like I said, they really never scared me. They never, like, now that I'm older, they they just, I think that just by me knowing that they weren't supposed to be there is what scared me more. You know what I mean? Like, but I can't actually say that they was, like, coming at me with these faces or yeah. sounds or any of that stuff. So I can't, that's why I say they never really scared me per se. But this one particular night, this still haunts me to this day. And it's one of the reasons why I do not, like um music boxes i don't like music boxes i've never bought one for any of my kids i do not like them i'm actually terrified of them for this reason um one night i something woke like i was already feeling kind of uneasy but it was like it was like real uncomfortable this this night I just remember like trying to get to sleep, so I'm tw- tossing and turning, and I finally get in a position where I'm, where I'm like able to say, okay, this is this be where I could rest or finally go to sleep or whatever. I hear my music box. Now, mind you, my music box would have had to been open, cause this this was a very special music box to because my dad bought me this music box, and
0: here we go.
1: I um used to like ballerinas. I used to want to be one, so I always I love my music box, and but this particular music box had to be open for like for you so you could see this this ballerina dancer, and she would just twirl around and it would play that what's that tune? Um, Beethoven. Yeah, and I don't like. I don't like that tune to this I don't day. Think that's Beethoven. I don't like that tune to this day. But anyway, all of a sudden my um music box started to play. And I'm like thinking, who lifted my music box? Like, who is in my room even lifting up my music box? So I turn around and look straight at my music box, which is open now, and this 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 ballerina is just twirling. Around in a circle and she's just twirling, twirling, twirling and she and like mind you the way she's standing, she's already standing in position like they do the silhouette or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um next thing you know, her hand, which is which is permanently arched that way in the position that the dancers dance anyway, mm-hmm. and it was stuck it's stiff like that. So it was, should be no reason why this hand extended <clears throat> it just like extended and pointed straight to the door. And when it did that, it just automatically made me look to the door. As soon as I looked toward the door, there they go, standing. That was one of the the one times where it really scared me. But other than that, they just stood there, staring at me, staring at them. Never making any type of motion or nothing. It was just, they just stood still as possible. And it was just like, they staring at me in like confusion, and I'm staring at them in confusion. So we just So we just staring at each other. People. But I'm too scared to even I break uh the stare. and I always turn around and hide. But yeah, that was that was one of the creepiest things that used to happen to me. So let's go on down. We have, okay, so this is from John J. Wicked Wise. So he said, I lived in Pequa, Ohio, when I was in my late teens to early 20s on 410 East Ash Street, which was a two-story house with, with four bedrooms, a living room, dining room, two bathrooms, dirt floor, basement. A tunnel that looked like it was used in the Underground Railroad and was built in the early 1900s after the Great Flood of 1913. There was a house that sat in the same spot as the house of mine that was built in the 1832 but was destroyed by the flood. The house always had an eerie vibe to it, but I never believed in ghosts because I figured if ghosts were real, my grandma would have came to see me. Right. Right. Um,
0: I feel you, Joe. I feel Don't you, Joseph.
1: I feel you. I be feeling the same way. Like, what's really good? Because why is my mom not coming back? Anyway, let me knock it off subject. Let me knock it off subject. So, I figured if ghosts were real, my grandma would have came to see me. Furthermore, we lived in this house for about a year. Nothing ever happened until one night, my wife's sister came running to us saying that something chased her up the stairs and then wiggled the door handle. They were always getting drunk, so I laughed and said, Excuse me, Stacy, you always getting drunk on the weekends. You are probably <laughs> just imagining things. So a week went by, and our five-year-old said there was legs with no body following you, and Mom into the bathroom. Shivers went up my spine, even though I figured it was just her, his imagination, because like I said, I was a skeptic. I told him he was probably just scared because of the story his aunt Stacy had told. So again, I shrugged it off. (coughs) Excuse me. Then one night, my wife wakes me up and says, "Do you hear the TV knocking?" I said no. It's probably just making that cracking noise when a TV goes off and still has some power. This was an old tube television that only came on and off by a knob on okay, the television itself. Okay, I it's know up. what you' are talking about. Then. So you again, to, I shrugged it off. You know, I'd be like, kind of TV. Yeah, all, the power's still <coughs> in there. Yeah, we used to have them. Remember that one we had? Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago. No, a couple weeks went by, and I got off work after a twelve-hour shift, six p.m. to eight to six six p.m. to six a.m. Don't you just love them hours? Well, I sat down at the dining room table and was relaxing when all of a sudden I heard little kids running around laughing upstairs. I went to my ho- I went to my wife. She was sleeping on the lazy boy cuz she cuz she would not sleep upstairs after hearing the knocking on the TV. I said after shaking her awake, "Tiff, why are Sydney and Travis running around upstairs?" She like, "There's They're not. They're in their floor, in the floor asleep under the covers. Sure enough, to my surprise, there they were. So I ran upstairs and I looked. No no one, of course, but all the windows was open. It was a school day and it was that time for kids to go to school. So I figured I was tired and just heard kids from outside. Fast forward about a week when me and my wife are arguing. I'm yelling at her and she is yelling at me. I tell her to go turn the damn TV off. When I do, I notice a shadow that's about seven feet tall in the shape of a person. I'm getting goosebumps now just remembering it in my head. But at this time, seeing it, I figured it was just a shadow from something reflecting from the TV. Then she turned it off and was, and it was still there. So I waited for her to walk back in front of it. Might, Might I add, it's so dark, I can't see my hand in front of my face to see if when she did the wood Mm. hold on I'm trying to figure out to see if when she did if the wood the shadow changed shape but it didn't I yelled to my wife there is something in behind you and then she jumped in the bed and up under the covers as I kept my eye on it as quick as a lightning flash this shadow darker than the dark rushed towards the TV Mm. and turned on the TV it was just like a movie. A black mist went into the TV and turned it, and turned it. I could not believe my eyes. I quickly turned on the light and told my wife to turn the TV off because the shadow was looking at me. We kept the light on. I slept with it on. The next morning, I still did not believe it, so I asked if my wife remembered it. That is, the, that is the day I knew ghosts or whatever it was, that did not, did exist, that did not exist, did exist. A few years after moving out of the house, we started delivering newspapers for the Pika Daily Call. And it had an issue that was dedicated to the people of the 1913 flood. In the paper, it had it had our house and the address said two little girls had drowned on the property there before. Just still thinking about gives me chills. You can believe me or not, but I swear it's the truth. I Though believe, I believe you. you. I believe you going up on, a, on, a, on all right a, on an hour so we're gonna make this one our last one for the night but we most definitely will be back with more episodes we're not gonna let so much time go by I think we need to just pick a day before like we should do that like, is ever, that like how is Bailey uploaded, does yeah. it like every everym every, okay so, so that's every we'll Friday so we'll, what's
0: today? no yeah today what is today
1: Today,
0: Monday? Today's Monday. No, today's Tuesday. Today's Monday. Well, it's
1: Tuesday now. So, we're going to do one every what? No, I don't want to be so spaced apart and just come back Friday. I want to do one tomorrow. Well, today. later to- Later tonight. And then it'll be, like, Monday and Tuesday. All right. So, we'll just do Monday and Tuesdays.
0: Well, this has been a good thing. This has been a good episode i guess i really liked it i was enjoying myself i did too and as you know it's walter
1: and tiki
0: this is true ghost stories
1: by real people